Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Richard Decker with AWOT Fit. Welcome, Richard. Thanks, Lee. How are you doing? I am doing great. Uh, before we get too far into things, tell us what you're up to. How are you serving folks? All right. So what we did is about a year and a half pre-COVID, I converted a, a truck into a mobile fitness facility. And AWOT Fit basically stands for All Weather, All Terrain. The truck has over 20 workout stations and it kind of, you know, drives down the road as a regular vehicle. And then when we get to site, whether it's a private event, somebody's home, parks, tennis facilities, beaches, we, we convert the area into a gym with over 25 workout stations coming off the truck. Now, I have, were you a personal trainer? Is that your background? Yeah, I have about 30 years in the fitness industry. I built a handful of brick and mortar style facilities, you know, anywhere from 4,000 square feet to 30,000 square feet, you know, the full box gyms to the private beauty fitness facilities. And in 18, September of 18, I was also in the restaurant business. I owned a few of those. We decided to step away from the brick and mortar concept and work more outside of uh, your conventional, you know, brick and mortar box gym type atmosphere as it was just getting too stale. And then, so you decided to just do this strictly mobile? That's your your business now? Correct. We're mobile. We're nationwide. We started, uh, I would say, franchise sales. We started somewhere in the June of 2020, right in the middle of COVID. Uh, we have four trucks on the roll now in New York, uh, Texas, Westchester, and we're heading to Florida as we speak. Now, what is a, uh, a good... Um, ideal franchisee look like for you guys? You know, pre-COVID, you know, I designed it for specifically trainers, right? Who needed a low cost entry to get into business for themselves uh, without the overhead of your brick and mortar landlords, municipalities, and utilities. So they could really have a high net business. Since COVID, we've now expanded to not only trainers, gym owners, uh, restaurant managers, you know, a lot of the industries that have been disrupted, by COVID and not going to go back to be uh, op operational as it was pre-COVID. So there's a lot more opportunity um, outside of that. You know, some businesses are really going to grow and there's going to be adjustments. So primarily, you know, firefighters, police enforcement, you know, people are part-time because you don't need to work the truck full-time to make a significant income, or you could be that dedicated, you know, person who wants to work, you know, full-time and make more than significant. Now, is there a kind of a certified AWOT fit methodology around how to use and maximize the, um, the equipment and the exercises? Yeah. So what we do is like, you know, everybody, you know, you look at the franchise industry and it's very cookie cutter, right? Whatever franchise you get involved with, you have to operate in this fashion. With AWOT, I call it AWOT Fran Ownership. So we give four choreographed programs uh, designed specifically to different equipment and different style workouts. But what we do is just this type of equipment needs to be incorporated, say, like in our Thunderstruck, which is like a hit class, a high intensity workout. We allow the trainer to say, well, I'm going to use that equipment, but I'm going to use it this way because every trainer 
has their own methodology. We want them to express their passion for fitness and not be, you know, pigeonholed into something that we say has to be done. So it's not like a CrossFit where there's a CrossFit way of doing things. Yeah, it's more, there's a way of doing things, but I want the trainers to become owner responsible and express their passion. Because even when you go to CrossFit, you you pick certain instructors because you like their style, their methodology of teaching. So we'll have the consistency across the board nationwide of the style of classes, but at the same token, you know, I'm going to train somebody different than say my other trainer, RJ or, or Tatiana. We bring our own personalities to it. So the people get the feel of the hit class, but they get to experience a different style with each trainer. And now um, when these workouts are happening, they're, uh, are they going to a location and then a bunch of people gather around there? Like you said, there's 25 stations. So I guess 25 people or 50 people could be participating in some manner in a group gonna, class? Primarily, we go 20 to 25 people when we do the groups because we still need to respect social distancing. The truck is 20 feet by 7 feet and the different lengths of the equipment really separate everybody nicely. So we don't want to overcrowd the class. Um the, the the versatility of it is, yes, you could come to a fixed location and or we could be brought into your location. So especially during COVID, people were not comfortable working out with strangers that they didn't know, but they had their cool group of 10 or 15 friends. So I would just, we go right to their homes or they meet us at a beach parking lot, a, a local park. Um, that's the beautiful thing about it. Wherever we go, we turn it into a gym. And then, so since it's outside, so that makes it seasonal. So in some parts of the country, they won't be able to do it in the winter or there's a way to adapt for that. Yeah. It's funny to say that because we started, like I said, uh, September 18, January 19, the first truck was rolling. Um, we went straight through the winter, 12 degree weather because, you know, the heat comes from inside our body. So as long as you dress appropriately and protect yourself from the elements, you know, your gloves, your hat, you know, a nice wicky shirt to keep the sweat off you. Um, it's just kind of like snow skiing. As soon as within 10, 15 minutes of working out, your core heat is is cranked up. You're feeling comfortable. The only time I've had people not uh, and be in favor of working out is on a rainy winter day. Snow days, they loved it. They were like kids playing in snow. Rainy summer days, it's like being outside. Beautiful. It's fun. You know, it kind of brings the youth out in them. Um, and then in the other markets where you have the opposite, right? You have the Arizona market and the Texas market where you have two or three months in the summer where it's unbearable heat, those trucks have uh, optional awnings and water misters. So during the workout, about halfway through the workout, you'll be in shade and have water misters. So we kind of keep the elements away from you. Now, how many sessions can a, a franchisee expect to be able to execute in a day? Well, that depends on the, on the franchisee. I mean, I run my truck pretty much right now. It's in fall. I had to come off the road to have this interview with you, but I started this morning at 6 a.m. and I'm going to 6 o'clock. So I'll have probably 10 sessions today. Mixed in there will be some privates. Some people just want to do one-on-ones, which is really cool with the truck. And then there'll be some group classes. So you could have, you know, it's up to that actual franchisee on how aggressively he wants to pursue the market and work. I had to put two trucks in my local area because the one truck was too busy and there's so many hours in the day. So I have three trainers working the other truck. I work my truck with another trainer. So there's five of us and we pretty much we're busy from dawn to dusk. And then like how long, so you said you started six. So then you get 
to wherever you're going by six, how long does the class last? And then how long does it take you to kind of put everything away and then move to the next location? Well, that's the cool thing about the truck. It's um, two and a half minutes without rushing to set up the entire vehicle and two and a half minutes to break it down. So we give a 15 minute uh, breather in between and we try to geographically map it out, you know, so we, we could hit other classes. So it's 45 minute sessions and we're pretty much packed up as soon as the session is done because as you get through the equipment, we could put it away and never, if we know it's not gonna be used for the next round of, of exercises. Um, and then you're in the truck and you roll. And it's really cool because I was in the brick and mortar 30 years when you had a 12 hour day of 12 clients coming in six to six and you do 12 one-on-ones, some group mixed in, it's very monotonous. You're in the same brick and mortar. You're in the same facility all day. This, you have that 15 minute break on every hour driving to another job. So you could, you know, relax, have a cup of coffee, catch up on a phone call to the home. If you need to, there's certain things about having that 15 minute breather in an eight to 10 hour day. Um, it gives you an, like an hour and a half, two hours of your own time. Now, when you came up with the concept, were you thinking franchise all the way? Was it built to be franchised? When I first came up with the concept, it was for me. Okay. I said, let me design this. My people still wanted to train with me, but I didn't want to deal with staffing and brick and mortar and landlords any longer. I'm 56 years old. I decided it's time for kind of like almost semi-retirement, so to speak. The truck did so well in the first year and it was so easy. I'd never worked least less amount of hours and grossed or netted such a return on my investment. It was a 90% return because I didn't have the major bills that come along with your brick and mortar landlords, municipalities, utilities, and marketing because the truck is a rolling billboard. And when I saw what it cost me to get in the truck and I paid for all the prototyping, I said, I could easily make this a franchise model. And that's when we began the franchise model. We started that process October 19. So by Jan 20, the first franchise trucks were rolling. So now how'd you go about kind of um, all the logistics and all the administrative headaches that come with franchising? How, did you have help or you did oh, it yeah. yourself? No, we had, I hired Intercola Law Firm. I have, uh, they did all the filing in all the states because it's very, you know, being a franchise is not just like, hey, I want to let somebody use my business. You have to file FDDs in every state. You got to file with the federal government. Uh, you have to stick to the terms in the FDD. You have to refile it every 12 months. I have the law firm handling that. I have a group called 1851 Franchise, uh, no limit agency doing all my marketing and PR specifically for the franchise world. I have another group called Upswell that does customer acquisition for the consumer side of the franchise trucks. We make sure these franchises stay busy and keep a good brand. Um, and then, yeah, that's it, those three. So how'd you find out about them? Like, how'd you kind of educate yourself about how to do this? Well, I started looking to do it myself because everybody wants to, you know, let's see if you know, I've 30 years of brick and mortar business, own probably six health clubs, six or seven restaurants. So I'm pretty busy business savvy. So when I went into researching, it's not something you want to, you can do it yourself. It's definitely not something you want to do it yourself. If you want to be efficient with your time and money and, and accuracy. Um, Intercola law firm, I found through just research and they brought me to the marketing arms that they use. Cause you know, you want to have a team that's already been communicating with each other in previous jobs. So they know how they get along because there's a lot of moving parts and the, the, the more static you could bring in, you know, lesson, the better it is for, for smooth operations. 
Now, um, but the business of franchising is different than the fitness business. Right now, you're more of a training and sales organization uh, when you're working with those folks because you got to get them successful as quickly as possible. And it's less about, you know, one more rep. Yeah, the really cool thing about this site, like I said, I've been in business um, 35 years. And the one thing I like is the excitement of the deal, getting the job, getting the business, getting whatever I'm working on open, working under a deadline, working under a clock, getting the grand opening, whether it's one of my health clubs, one of my restaurants, one of my nightclubs. With this, every franchisee that comes on board, that's my opportunity to uh, mentor them on how to get their business operational to stay consistent with their business. I'm constantly on the phone and texting these guys, telling them how to market, telling them where to go to get business. So it's really for what I like. And I, I think any successful franchise E it goes back to the franchise or organization and how the corporate is going to support them because that's the benefit of being a franchisee to not have to do the startup, you know, um, hard knocks, you know, because there's a lot of money you could lose and waste in startup companies if you don't know the shortcuts and the, and the more beneficial ways to move. Um, just the other day, I had a franchisee call up, thought he was very excited because a college approached him and wanted him to advertise for all their sporting programs. It was like $10,000. And I said, save your $10,000. That's something you could do when you're more established and you want to build your brand. Right now you're building grassroots. Use that money in your local community where you want to build your reputation and your brand and then go because that college market is not your market, but it's exciting, right? You feel it's, you know, these people get involved. Oh, my name's going to be all over the college. Everybody know who I am, but you really have to look at your return. You're going to get on every investment. So my 35 years of experience, I could kind of weed those out for them. Now, and is there different territories that are better than others? Like, does this work better in kind of a suburban area or an urban area? Like, or does it matter? You know, um, we're finding that out as we go along, you know, the suburban areas, you know, you're going to have, uh, it's going to be easy to get to places, the urban areas and the cities, you know, we're working with parks now to see if we get access to them. So COVID has kind of given us like an open green playing field where prior you were very restricted to where you could do any outdoor fitness. Now outdoor fitness is the only majority of the fitness they recommend, even with the restrictions they put on gyms. So they're working with organizations like me to open their parks now because you know, a lot of these parks, you know, work on donations and fundraisers and they can't do those any longer because of the gatherings have been cut out. So they're relying now on resources that we could bring in. But the difference is, you know, to do a brick and mortar, I have to pay a rent regardless of how much business I do with all these other venues we're using the parks and the beaches and the schools country clubs, they get a percentage of what the truck does. So if we're busy, they make more money. If we're not busy, not there, we're not obligated to the overhead. Right. So that sounds like a win-win. It's fair for everybody that's involved. They want to help promote us. They want to see us busy. There's no, see, and the beautiful thing about this, no infrastructural change to their area. We bring a truck in, we set it up, we leave. There's no construction. There's a 30 day turnaround from the time you tell me you want a franchisee franchise to when you're in business. That's the quickest turnaround in the industry because you don't have the permit process, the construction process. All you got to do, buy a truck, we rig it. We have all the molds made for the rigging. We sticker it, we logo it, we brand it. We hook you up with our POS system and you're in business 30 days later, you're starting to go out and work to retain your income that you've just invested. And you're looking at six to 11 months, depending on how aggressive you are before you break even. 
Now, um, when they're out in the market, you mentioned that this is kind of you encourage grassroots kind of marketing. Is this um, most of, if you're going after trainers, I would imagine they're pretty good at this already if they've been in business for any length of time. But if you're can you be like somebody with no fitness background and do this or do you, does require some fitness background? You want to be fitness minded. We don't have to be fitness background in the business. You want to be somebody who's a fitness minded individual who likes to work out, who's been going to a gym and a facility and or you can be the investor who could get the fitness minded people to run the truck form. It could be a, a definitely off hands operation does not have to be hands on. So you're OK with somebody that funds it and maybe does the marketing and then somebody else that does the drives the truck and does the classes. Yeah, because the individual, whoever's going to be, so we have two different types of training, right? So for the, each individual that comes in, they're going to get technology, the technology training, the POS training, the how to use the truck training, and the class training. If that's one individual, because he's the person who's running the truck, fine. I'm dealing with a, a friend right now who's uh, she's a manager in a restaurant, and she has income. And she wants to buy two trucks for Florida, but she is fitness minded, but does not want to be a trainer. So she's going to hire trainers to work under her. So we'll train her trainers. We'll train her the business side of it. And we'll train her trainers, the, uh, the physical portion of being out on the field. Well, good stuff. Well, congratulations on all your success to be able to, you know, take this from idea to execution and to be out into the wild and, and getting new franchisees. That's, that's a big accomplishment. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it. And I think, um, you know, in the beginning, we looked at it, it was going to be something that disrupted the industry. But now since the industry has trained, changed due to COVID, we're kind of like the solution to the industry. So it really changed our momentum. It changed the appreciation in the communities that we're servicing. Um, and the fact that we removed that whole landlord obligation, we have free cash flow that helps fundraise for these local charities that ha don't have that arm anymore with the public gatherings. And if somebody wanted to learn more uh, about just the fitness company as a whole and or the franchise opportunity, what is the website? So the, the fitness company itself for the consumer is www.awatfit.com. The franchise opportunity is www.awatfitfranchise.com. And that's they a both lead to each other, but they're both, they both they sell to two different markets. A-W-A-T-F-I-T. Correct. Good stuff. Well, again, congratulations on all your success. Lee, I appreciate the time and thank you so much. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio. 